Coming up, the Lightning take out the Avs again, and a great debut for Ottawa's rookie goalie. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. Local experts join us to go over the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kaidani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. For the second time in about a week, the champs dropped a game to Tampa Bay. Locked On Avalanche disappointed with the negative outcomes in both games. All right, so the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning squared off last week in Tampa, and it was ugly, a 5 to nothing win for Tampa. So you kind of wanted to come back and have a good showing, and the Avalanche did. They were in control for a lot of this game, but another third-period meltdown, and the Avs go to overtime, nothing happens in overtime, and they lose in the shootout. Yeah, I guess you get the point, but when you you give up the lead and you salvage a point, it's not really what you want. No, and with the performance that you had from depth scoring and people filling in for players like Kale McCarr and Eric Johnson, who's on the injured reserve, you like the effort that the Avalanche are putting out, especially after losing 5 nothing. But to walk away with just one point, like leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's a little sour. It's a little sour. So the Avs don't have time to dwell on this at all. Uh, they turn right around and they're out to Minnesota to face the Wild. Uh, a very big game, standing implication, playoff implications, all that. And it's the Avalanche in the Wild. So that's always fun. David Poster not coming through in overtime to give the Bruins a win in Dallas. Locked on Stars goes over a game that certainly lived up to the billing. The Dallas Stars power play has gone missing. And in this case, it leads to a 3-2 overtime loss to the Boston Bruins. Hey, everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Lockdown Stars podcast. And this game, Stars hosting the Bruins, was slated to be one of the best games of the week. And it certainly lived up to the hype. I've seen maybe one or two other live hockey games that had that much energy in the crowd. Tons of hits, tons of excitement throughout this game. Both goalies came and delivered some excellent performances. Uh, Linus Olmark and, of course, Jake Ottinger. And the Dallas Stars played a pretty solid game outside the first 20 minutes or so. Had this game you know, somewhat in hand, a 2-1 lead in the third period. But they allowed that second goal from the Bruins to be scored. And then they give up the game winner in overtime, which Stars fans have seen way too much of this season. But the, the culprit here, or the reason the Stars fall short in this game, is the lack of execution on the power play. 0 for 4 and the Bruins giving the Stars just about every opportunity you could hope for on the man advantage, whether it's five on four, five on three. They even got a man advantage look in overtime, four on three, and the Stars just could not bury the puck. They don't get that goal insurance that they need, and ultimately they fall short. And while it's certainly no small feat to steal a point from the best team in the league in the Bruins, you have to be a little bit frustrated with how this one turned out, given the opportunities that were presented to you. Uh, and, and you very well could have left this game with two points and gained a little bit of momentum going into the games back to back this weekend. But we'll be talking about the Stars power play and what the team can maybe do to get back on track on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Stars. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Winnipeg doesn't have a ton of experience in shootouts this season, but they still walked away winners last night against the Kraken. Locked on Jets goes over how exactly the team got it done. 
Did you know that the Jets have gone almost the entire season without a single game going to shootout? I actually didn't realize this until the Jets defeated the Seattle Kraken in Winnipeg's very first shootout of the season, 3-2. Winnipeg had a decided scoring chance and shot clock advantage, but thanks to Philip Grubauer for the Kraken, it was very difficult to actually turn uh, a, a multitude of chances into actual goals for. But thankfully, the Jets came out on the right side of this one, a very big performance. And despite a few uh, questionable lineup changes and stuff, overall, the Jets took care of business against a very tough team and came out very big winners. We'll dive into this one on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Winnipeg Jets. So be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcast and platform of choice. That is Lockdown Winnipeg Jets. I'm your host, Harrison Lee. I will see you there tomorrow. Thanks again for listening, and go Jets go. The Senators called up Kevin Mandeleze for his NHL debut, and net and boy did he deliver last night. Locked on Ottawa has more on a historic night for the rookie goalie, and Locked on Islanders recaps the shootout loss. What an incredible NHL debut for Kevin Mandeleze. It's a 3-2 shootout win over the New York Islanders. I'm Brandon Piller from the Locked On Senators podcast, and Mando shows everyone that this is the way. His 46 out of 48 shots stopped were the second most by a victorious NHL debut goalie in history. Just an amazing performance by him. He had to make a lot of great saves to keep his team in this one, and he doesn't allow a single goal in the shootout. That's the way you want to start your NHL career. And that's going to give this team a lot of confidence and momentum in a crucial win up against the Islanders. Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzla also scored in this game. Timmy and Drake Batherson get the goals in the shootout. We are going to have an absolute blast covering this one on the Locked On Senators YouTube channel in the postcast. Whatever Lane Lambert did in practice, it didn't work. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders fall in a shootout to the Ottawa Senators 3-2. to two. Another disappointing performance at home against a team that is not in the playoff hunt right now. And... A game the Islanders absolutely needed to win, and they just came up with an inconsistent effort. Yes, 48 shots on goal against a goalie making his NHL debut, a goalie who started the season in the East Coast Hockey League, but not enough quality scoring chances in there, too many defensive breakdowns, and in the end, uh, another overtime loss. I'm beginning to think Lane Lambert is losing this hockey team And that's not a good sign for the stretch drive. For more, listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, the Caps fall without Ovechkin. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So what you need to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy for you to use. You can bet on a lot of different stuff from the money line to point scores to how many three-pointers are scored in the game. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. A weary Panthers team did not put up much effort in St. Louis. Locked On Panthers goes over the issues for the Cats. Panthers look like that they were on the second end of back-to-back and not like their opposition who was only playing their second game coming out of the All-Star break. What is up, guys? I'm Ronda Velez from the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers lose to St. Louis Blues by a final score of 6-2 to two at Enterprise Center, getting swept by the St. Louis Blues this season. And Spencer Knight had his first game since January 8th and looked a little rusty. He did have two starts in the AHL coming back from injury but struggled a little bit after an unlucky bounce uh, that led to the first goal. The Florida Panthers weren't doing them any favors with turnovers in their offensive zone and giving up odd man rushes going the other way. So the Panthers really didn't do them any favors, and this game was never in reach for the Cats despite it being a three-goal deficit at one point. We're going to discuss this on tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, so make sure you don't miss it. Carolina was able to take advantage of an OV-less Washington team on Tuesday. Locked On Capitals goes over some of the issues for the Caps last night. Washington Capitals fall to the Carolina Hurricanes by a score of three to two. Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. Well, this is a Caps team that it is without its captain. Alex Ovechkin had to go back home to Russia to attend to a family matter, and he is considered to be out uh, throughout at least this week and indefinitely. There is no timetable for his return. So this Caps team struggled to find scoring out there. It was a back-and-forth game. Ultimately, the Capitals were not able to come away uh, with the equalizer. There was a goal that was washed out because of T.J. Oshie and goaltender interference. The Caps got goals by T.J. Oshie and Joe Snively. Darcy Kemper played pretty well, all things considered. There were some deflections there that weren't necessarily his fault. Uh, He saved 27 of 30. The Caps take on the Panthers this week, and then this weekend they play the Carolina Hurricanes once again for a rematch. These points mean the most, especially the points against the Hurricanes. This is the Metro Division. They're taking on the best team in the Metro Division. Caps have got to find a way to keep pace before it's too late. Keep it locked to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news with your Washington Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your team. The Devils probably didn't play their best last night, but the Blue Jackets did not take advantage of that. We check in with our Locked On hosts for a full breakdown postgame. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, this was the New Jersey Devils' third straight game without Jack Hughes. Now, he was back to practicing, but since the New Jersey Devils were going against the last-place Columbus Blue Jackets, they felt as though they could get away without his services. However, this wasn't the Devils' best showing. They were outshot by the Columbus Blue Jackets. They allowed for Johnny Goodrow to get a power play goal to close out period number one. It's worth mentioning that the Columbus Blue Jackets are last in the entire league in terms of power play success and the New Jersey Devils throughout the entire 60 minute frame just didn't play their best brand of hockey however they were able to just squeak out the victory and that's what they need to do without the services of Jack Hughes so Yegor Sharangovich was able to get the first goal of the game then in period number two Jesper Bratt was able to open up the period on a high note by scoring instantly off the faceoff and then Ryan Graves walked away the hero however I want to give credit where credit is due it was a nice setup from Michael McLeod to find the wide open Ryan Graves 
Padres. And when there was literally just one second remaining in the game, the New Jersey Devils were able to walk away happy and they didn't even have to send it to OT. It would have been the New Jersey Devils' eighth overtime matchup in their past 10 games, but they were able to squeak out the victory in regulation. So like I said, wasn't their best outing, but hey, a win is a win and they're racking up the points even without Jack Hughes' services. The Blue Jackets go 1.5, so I'm uh, getting a loser point, a pity point, have you, but in the end, the tails as they lose through in regulation to the New Jersey Devils. Jay Foster locked on Blue Jackets here. Um, I liked a lot of the things about this game. I thought it was fun. I thought it was competitive. I thought Blue Jackets played really well. Uh, They don't have to deal with the loser point. They are winning the draft lottery. Uh, I thought Elvis played really well. Uh, great to see Adam Boquist get his first goal of Johnny Gaudreau, get his 50th point of the season. Uh, it's all, I don't want to say it's all coming together because I don't know that it is. Things are looking up for the Blue Jackets. We're going to drop these and more, more, more on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Blue Jackets. So until then, make sure you stay locked. That will do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.